Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. Mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Just sitting here having some wonderful beverages, looking at a the sexiest chorus line I think I've seen since the Rockettes. I know. And, and for uh, for you guys that follow uh, Balls and Brew on Instagram, you'll you'll see this picture soon. It's literally the longest um, flight I've ever seen in my entire life. This it's is a beautiful. 12, 12 bottle flight with a couple of little extras, extras side, on side cars side. on the side. Yeah, <laughs> it, it makes the ten barrel flight I had in Portland look like nothing. Like nothing, nothing, nothing. Dude, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this flight kicks at Portland's flight's ass. It does. Yeah, and then laughs All, at it. And then laughs at it. Calls yeah, it liberal, maybe, it's a bully. Yeah, yeah, very bully. Yeah, very yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So okay, so all right, so we're we're here at Infusion Brewery out in Newport Ritchie um, with the head the head brewer Jim Bishop. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you allowed us to be on your podcast oh, we're, today. We're happy to have you. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. I was say, I mean, you, we're the ones you're doing all the heavy you. lifting, man. We just talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, so. Continuing our Meet the Brewer yeah. series, but but you you do the God's work, in my opinion. <laughs> yes, yes, we, yes. So we're all just thankful that you are here. Thank yeah, you. Yes, absolutely. So, so, so let's just get into it. Let's just I tackle, mean, tackle this, this so light head on. I don't think we meant to go in alphabetical order, but we start here in a, with a number. Yes, so okay. Yeah, 1878 yeah. is either a year or it's an address. It's a year. There we go. Okay. It's a year. And uh, it's uh, our version of a, an IPA that was brewed in this country in 1878. Okay. And you've probably read it's uh, from Ballantyne. Yeah. And it's something that... Um, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon is is resurrected, and this is our attempt to uh, to brew it. How is this different from a modern style? Well, um, the hops back in those days tend to be more earthy, yeah, piney, woodsy, oh, yeah. not citrusy. Yeah. A, a lot of aftertaste, right? So yeah, yeah. it's it's a upfront bitter with some aftertaste. You don't have the citrus. The citrus hops, like you do today, right. so it's a little yeah. bit different. Which um, is still a good thing, because when I drink citra yeah. hop, I feel like it's all I taste. Right, yeah, is yeah. citra. Right. So without any citra hop, no. What what is the base of this? Um, nugget. Um, I think there's some Columbus, mm. some Tomahawk, Zeus. Okay. You know, uh, Chinook, spicy, woodsy type hops. So you're coming right at flame out, and you're going in. Like, uh, what's, what's your base hop? What's going in? Uh, the nugget was the uh, bittering hop. Okay. And then all the rest of them were a late edition or dry hop. And then w- what are the IBUs on this? Uh, 70, 72 okay. right, is what I was shooting for, yeah. yeah. It's smooth. It's actually pretty smooth. It's, it's, right. a, it's, 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 it's even nostalgic. Yeah, I yeah, think is, yeah. That's how I would describe it. Like, like, it's a very different flavor from everything else, and it goes to show you just how influential citrus-based or citrus flavored hops today to the whole industry. Right. Yeah, yeah. And why exactly do you think that is? Um, you know, I don't really know, to tell you the truth. When I first started um, home brewing, and my first experience with um, IPAs were with Cascade hops. Yes. And they were okay. extremely grapefruity and citrusy. And now you've got what, Mosaic and Citra and, and yeah. some, some of the other ones that are even. 
more citrusy and more grapefruity and mm. and it's almost to the point where those hops have made cascade kind of mellow yeah now. yeah mellow in comparison so yeah and, see, I, I mean, uh, icy cascade sometimes is a late edition hop now right more so than even a base hop yeah. So it's, it depends what you're making and what you like. Right. Really, it's a good thing about yeah. beer when you're making it, you can make it the way you want. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And that's what's the the fun part about it is you know you can create your own version of different beers. Exactly. Well, yeah. Changing flavors entirely, going to your cream ale, uh, affectionately called the Trinity Cream Ale. Right. Yeah. Got to pay homage to your neighborhood. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very nice, crisp. Yeah, crisp. Uh, light. I, I don't get a ton of cream. No, it. so there's. Not I, I guess no, we get some. You get some? Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, it's got corn in it. We brew it with corn, flake corn, and that gives that a little bit of sweetness. Right, uh, and that's so, what yeah. you get. Um, I, that's why they call it cream cream L is because of the corn in it. Oh, it wasn't because of lactose? No, because of the corn. Because you know, there's recipes out there where people actually use cream corn. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now I feel like the idiot. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's designed to be a light beer. It's our version oh, yeah. of a light beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a it's we, we call a introductory it's beer a gate, it's a to gateway. a craft beer it's a version. Gateway, it's, it's gateway, gateway beer. beer. Yeah, yeah. Cream ales tend to be gateway beers. They also tend to be, like, good hot weather beers. And that's why you see a few right. cream ales out there right. uh, in, in our local, our local uh, craft beer community because they're, cause it's, you know, Today, for instance, it was 92 degrees before it started pouring rain. Yeah, right. and, and with 100 percent humidity, Man. and so uh, you know, thank God I, I'm, for I'm, air conditioners. I'm, I'm going to the USF game on you know Saturday, on Saturday. Yep. and it's going to be hot. Oh yes, it's gonna it's gonna be very hot, and so uh, you know, but I, but I want to drink beer, and so that's why that's where enter, enter the cream ale, right. enter the cream <laughs> ale, so, yeah, so, enter yeah. the dragon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, now I think we are drinking the mango wheat. The Ooh, mango. Wow. Try this one. Mango wheat. Uh, I I saw it on the Facebook and I and I became immediately excited for this. You are gonna like that. And I, you know, I. Wow, um, you're gonna like that. I, I, as 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 my co-host and, and our video our, our videographer says, I I'm I'm a big fan of the fruit beer. <laughs> they, I, I think they are actually. If it's done well, I do. I am too. Yeah. If yeah. it's done there's some, well, there's some classic fruit beers. There's there. nothing nothing embarrassing to me. Once you're brewing beer, and you, you know what it takes to make that. beer, you should never be embarrassed by what you want to drink. Oh, I, yeah, I, I think yeah, there's kind of yeah. a macho stigma about not wanting to drink fruit beers by some people. Well, right. yeah, and this is uh, – oh, that's so well. Okay, so this is really good, by the way. The, ma- the mango yeah. – try this one. Really the mango good. is I can very totally, prominent. Totally taste the mango. Is that puree that you put in there? Um, it's a, it's a, an extract from L.D. Carlson. They're, they make natural flavorings for the beer and wine industry. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. And uh, that's all. The base of that beer is our American wheat. Mm-hmm. Same recipe, just with yeah. the mango. Yeah, it's treatment of that. I mean, because yeah. the mango just like punches mango, you in the it, face. It, yeah, it's, it's very strong, prominent. Tasty mango. What, what I was gonna say to that point is that okay, so the, the beer in the beer culture, and since since craft beer has become like a big thing, it's is very macho. And, and for a while, it was like, man, you don't like hoppy beer. 
well, you're just maybe not man enough because you don't like the hop. The hoppier, the better. Guilty. You know, right. and then and then it, 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 it became about ABV. If you don't like if you don't like a thirty percent beer, then you're just not man enough. Thirty percent beer. You know, and then now I think it's starting to switch into like sour. Like man, you don't want something that 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 will shovel up your tongue. Yeah, then you, you must you not be like man. <laughs> right. You must not be man it, enough. It's, it's like it's like the craft within the craft. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Kind of you know, and, 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 and that's not everyone. Not no, it's not. It's way. not. Thankfully. No, it's a hundred percent. Thankfully, so. And the, I, I, the whole point is, if you like what you like, yeah, you like, like if food. you if you like light beers, that's fine. If you like super he- wee heavies, that's fine. If you like heavy beers, if you want, if you want your beer to be like a Reefer Franklin, make you rest in peace. Exactly. You know, cool. <laughs> you know, dark, loud, cool. and proud. That, yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say it loud. Say it loud. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I want so, my beer dark and proud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And so I think it's just you just enjoy beer. Just enjoy it. Just like it. Well, it's, you like, know. it's like a spectrum of beer. And, and, and granted, even beer, I, I don't even think, even hits what, let's say, the way, way wine has an insane spectrum of wine because of all the ways you can mix grapes together. Right. But beer, it, is, it just comes down to, well, what do you like? Okay, you know you like this, you know you like that. Well, the more you know about your palate and the way you like certain beers, it's easy, I think, to go find even a place with 40, 50 taps and find something that you know you're going to like probably before you even drink it. Right. Yeah. But when you go to your local brewery like you should as often as possible. Yes. Yeah. Because they're changing beers constantly. You're just going to go and say, yeah, it's "Hey, stuff too. Hey, Jim, you know what I like. What do you got? What do you recommend?" Right. And he's going to say, "Well, I recommend you come in and taste this ginger snap. See what you think." Mm. And they're not going to do you wrong. I promise. I promise you, they won't. You do find uh, find more of your patrons doing that, or they are they are they kind of tied into one or two uh, beers? In the beginning, they come in and uh, they'll ask me what I like and what I recommend. And of course, I usually ask them, you know, what do you normally drink? Yeah. And then yeah. from there, I make recommendations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. if I walked in and gave you that information, I would say, all right, well. I love hops. I love high gravity. I love dark. My all-day beer, I'm going to drink this, nothing else, 90 minutes. I'm not going to have tons of them, but I'm going to drink right. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You'd be on the floor, but yeah. yeah. Well, well maybe, knows, maybe, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's, not. Maybe we, maybe I didn't say how fast not. I was drinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've gone to parties and brought four bottles of beer, and that's it. Right. And had a great time. I think that's when I knew I was finally maturing in life. Yeah, But yeah. that's a total different side note. Uh, but knowing I'm a double IPA lover, I like, I like, I, I like hops, but I like malt, and I love the balance of both, and I love a high gravity beer. I love something you're gonna drink out of a snifter. It just makes me feel like a pimp when I'm walking around drinking right. it, and <laughs> so I like double IPAs. So knowing what I like, I think you would you would lend me directly to your double IPA. Uh, that's correct. I had it and I like it. Good. Very much on the malty side. Probably maltier than most double IPAs I've had. How'd you do that? How'd you make that happen? Um, just the malt I'm using. I put uh, extra um, care pills in it to get the, the little more dextrins in it, so I get some more malty. Plus, uh, I I mash at a low temperature to try to keep the alcohol in that double range, mm-hmm. and and I. Try not to overhop it because I'm finding here in our brewery that a lot of people aren't really into the real hoppy beers yet. Yeah, I, I think Brewport Richie I think is is young. 
That's right. what that's what we're calling. It. We're calling. Oh it. yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, I, I just I hope you don't mind. We've dubbed this area Brewport Richie. Brewport right. Richie. Yeah, Brewport so, Richie. Yeah, yeah. So. And that's what I'm finding here. A lot of people come in and they're like, "Wow, I'm really glad that you know I like this. It's just bitter enough, and it's not over the top. It's." I, I love double IPAs. Yeah. When, when they're done right, they're hard to beat. Um, this one I think is on the maltier side, so I would appreciate probably having more hops right. into it. But that's just a, a, a tasting note. I've had dub, I've had double IPAs that I thought were not anywhere near malty enough. And if I had to have one or the other, I would probably rather go malty than yeah. Hoppy. I'd rather go malty, and that's why I kind of like about this. This is, this is it's a good malty flavor. It's smooth. I can taste the hops. I can taste it. It's a nine point three. But Ooh. without without it like Ooh, yeah. super oh, yeah. su- super like hit me in the face it, with it. You know? I, that's like, almost an end but, of the but night it, beer. But that's a preference though. Yeah, that, you can almost you can almost cigar that beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, there's not a lot of double IPAs that I would cigar. I mean, I guess maybe a lot of people do. For me, a double IPA I don't think is like decadence. I think of it as like, well, yeah, that's just a really good beer the way I like it. But this one I I think is. This one I think is up there. I think this one's maybe on another echelon. This one might be a cigar. This beer, right? And yeah, the, yeah. the IBUs on this, um, I shoot for around 120. Oh, yeah. yeah. First yeah. beer I ever made <laughs> was over nine percent. Was about 130 IBUs. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, dog. I feel you. Yeah, I am. <laughs> So, 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 no wonder why I keep thinking that you got a cigar that beer. There's yeah. a lot going on. There's a lot going on. That's it's complex. Like, it's, like, it's like a like brandy. Yeah, right. like you, drink, you would drink it in a sniffer. Yeah, I, you, you, I think you would. I think there's, there's, there's this is heavy handed. Well, yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, I, I think with with your double IPAs and your darker beers or anything high gravity, those aren't gulping beers those aren't those aren't even really like party oh, beers like sipping. i know you bring them to the party in the beach oh i do without a doubt but um but if they're really like like hang at home fire pit yes in the right. backyard so, so, so the kids know. asleep the wife's not asking me to do anything yeah yeah got got her off my back right my, my yeah, night so. is finally over with and the neighbor wants to smoke a cigar and I'm not going to just smoke a cigar by itself because, I mean, I don't know. I'm American. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So and that would boom. be a good beer Absolutely. for that. Yeah. Right. There you go. Absolutely. End the night with. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that, that's what I taste. I, I, yeah. feel like, I, I feel like I I, I hate saying it, but I taste the end of the night. Right. Or yeah. maybe maybe it's the end of the night that mattered. Maybe yeah, that, maybe that's a better way of saying it. Like I don't need to do anything. Well, else. Well, you taste the just the the relaxed atmosphere because that's how I kind of feel about like that's how I feel about bourbon or whiskey or a good yeah. whiskey. Right. Like it's not, I'm not gonna sit here and just like pound shots or whatever. I'm gonna. But I'm not I'm against gonna, it. I'm not. <laughs> well, well, I've been yeah, there before. Yeah, yeah, get, get a lot of trouble with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna grab a rocks glass. I'm gonna fill it, I'm gonna fill it with some ice. I'm gonna pour I'm gonna pour a little whiskey. And then I'm either going to sit on my couch or I'm going to sit out back, whatever. And I feel like this beer is kind of akin to that same thing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, pull do the tap, pour it, pour a little bit down, sit out back and just, just chill, you know, just hang out. And so, yeah. And so, so that, so I, I like it for that. And it's, the bet is good, smooth, malty. I think that makes it all about better. And I try to keep it a little malty. When I first started brewing it, it was maltier than it is now i would love to taste it then yeah and uh so i've tried to get it a little bit more towards the ipa you want to get it more balanced into what double ipa drinkers are expecting right 
Yeah, um, yeah. Is there yeah. any double IPA that you would even compare it to? Well, I maybe Diversion. Okay. Over okay. at Escape, I think that's their double IPA, but theirs is extremely citrus, which I like a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, but like I, I said, I like I'm finding well. out a lot of the my customers prefer that. Okay. Yeah, for the, for the yeah. Yeah, they. When it comes to hops, do you lean citrusy, dank? Um, personally, if yeah. I'm for me, I like citrus. Okay. I like yeah. the citrus hops. Same um, I, I like dank. Yeah, yeah. I like a lot of the West Coast Do you? IPAs. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the only one I've had is over at Escape again. Yep. I've yeah. had their other West Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I use had almost all the hops I get are from the West Coast, mm-hmm. you know. So um, now my session is extremely hoppy, grapefruity, lemony, yeah. you know. I mean, so the beer it, that we can't drink, you're telling us. Yeah. How the one you is. can't drink yeah, right now. Okay. That's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's like, it's like a. I, I could probably ask somebody to get a sample. I would have nothing, no problem whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I'll, somebody I would, I would, requesting I would, sample. I would, I would we'll, accept we'll, a sample. We'll, wait, of we'll that. wait until there's an a mo- open moment, maybe, with this segment, and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we can yeah, look to yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. So, so we moved on to the Elevation. Yeah, Elevation Florida Cascade IPA. Which I'm going to guess is it's more focusing on Cascade hops. Than Single hops. I know, I'm, I'm an investigator, obviously. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're absolutely so right. So, single hop. Single hop. Okay. Well, well, how much did you do uh, at the base, and then how much late edition? Um, I can't remember the, the amount I used, but the IBUs on that are about 75. Um, and on the late edition, I think I put two pounds in a whirlpool, and then I dry hop it with another two pounds. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. I could probably go a little bit more. Good. It's solid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're a Cascade hop guy, I mean, that, that, that's a solid. I mean, it's a solid beer, period. But right, and the Chinook's similar, except flavor. it's a different profile. Been, been. Lo- I mean, I love Chinook, so yeah. I've been looking forward. Okay, yeah, yeah. looking so forward here, to drinking here's that your one. opportunity <laughs> to uh, to drink the Chinook. Yeah, you talk about Chinook hops a lot. Do so you have yeah. a favorite favorite hop? Um, not really, not a favorite hop. But you know, in, when I was home brewing, I started brewing in 2007 at home. And cascades were seemed like they were everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Fugle oh, and yeah. Amarillo and and they were all available. So mm-hmm. I kind of like those. I like those hops. But I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the citrus. Really good. I okay. mean, that's a good hop, yeah, especially yeah. if you're looking for some aroma. I, I some really good beers. I think use citrulated citra level hops. On yep. their late edition. Yep. Mosaic, yeah. Citra. But but my favorite hop is still Simcoe. Simcoe, yep. That's yeah. another one. Yeah. Yep. It's good as well, for sure. It's got a nice fruity flavor. It's like it's, it's hoppy. The with profile like on that versus the Cascade versus the Pale. Uh, it's, just, it's versus the 1878. I mean, it, they're so different. They are different. That's, and, and, that's it's like trying to explain to people how IPAs are, are completely different. Right. Like, unless you drink them really back to back to back to back, you probably won't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've had a couple of IPA taste tests. Um, we've had actually like three now. We've had them, yeah. Um, over the different levels. I call throwy IPA is like your, your, your mass produced IPA. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. somebody like, like, so like somebody who makes, say, like, like a. <laughs> 
Well, well, well technically, well, Highlight is that. Okay, you know, so Highlight's, 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 Highlight's a good one, but that's, if you, that's what it is. If so. you're brewing, say, 50% of your batches or IPAs. more of yeah, this, like, that's probably your throwaway because you spill a lot. It, Right, you're yeah. spilling a lot of that beer. It's yeah, a throwaway yeah, IPA. Yeah, yeah. Well, we make this to sell. We're not making this. We we make our name off of this. We don't make this because yeah, it's our yeah. high well, end yeah. well, type stuff. Flagship's probably a nicer so, so, so term for that, but you know, like so, <laughs> so yeah, probably like so. a. You're right. Probably yeah. a <laughs> more kinder way to say your flagship yeah. IPA yeah, instead of your so. throwaway IPA. Yeah, yeah. But that's part of the profile of a Chinook is uh, a fruity. Piney, spicy. A lot of pine. Yep. Yeah. Woodsy. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. earthy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's an earthy yeah. hop. I, I like this one. This this one's solid. I like I like them all, but this this and the 1878 are really good. Because I like because it's a They're, little bit of a multi flavor, a little fruitier. Right. Th those two I agree completely complex, completely like, jump off the flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the complexity, uh, a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. On top of all the mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just. Like, because we live in modern age, I've never tasted anything like an 1878. And yeah. it makes me think, like, well, that would be really cool to go to that time and just kind of see what the beers are like. Right. Like, or ales, as they probably called them. They probably didn't call them beers. Right. And, yeah, and yeah. then just say, okay, yeah, well, sure. it, if that's what the standard beer was, well, what was everybody else? And then what were the options? Was it, like, four beers or three beers and that's Maybe. it? Maybe. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. lot of German pilsners back in those days, just like today, you know. And there's probably some people out there who would be like, wow, I can't get a German Pilsner like that. I'd love to travel back in time. Right. Yeah, and yeah, have yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it gives a different name to a Pilsner. Like like now when we think Pilsner, you don't really think of anything good, but I that was a style that – I think that Czech Republic is what I think yeah, it is. Yeah, a matter of fact, that's on my brew list. Ah. My, I, I just ordered enough grain to do my next five beers, and I'm going to put a – Czech Pils. Czech Pilsner okay. in there and, uh, and a Red L. Okay, and I'm gonna lean towards the on the red ale a little more on the spicy side. Ah, okay, yeah. oh, okay. So we we were at, we were asking uh, some information in the previous segment about that, but uh, I didn't want to put my life in danger. So <laughs> I, I was curious if we were going more smoky or we no, going no else. smoky. Um, I'm gonna go a little more on spicy. Um, okay. Use the type of hops that tend to add. They're similar to Chinook that add more spice yeah, yeah, to yeah. the beer. Reds, in my opinion, need something extra. Right, and if you just make a red, it's boring. Right, so yeah, putting yeah. something extra in a red, I think, is yeah, something yeah. that's needed. Yeah, well, absolutely. that's what I'm shooting for—something different. Oh, I hope. Well, well, that's the game. You know, the, yeah. the, the game is always—I want to make really good quality beer. I want to make beer that I think tastes good, that I think my clients are going to like, and I want to do something that they've never, hopefully, ever had before. Right, or yeah, that they yeah. can't get somewhere else within a certain radius of where we are. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that's that's how you build a following. It's how you build a fan base. It's how you build customers True. who keep coming in here. That's how the lights stay on. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. the power gets paid. And I think exactly. we do that with our single hop. I don't think anybody around here does single hop IPAs. Mm, not I don't. To I don't me. I, not that I can. I mean, yeah, not, well, not nothing jumps out to me. Right. Not really. Single the, hop. The, like, not like, in Brewport, Richie. Yeah, not, <laughs> definitely not in Brewport, Richie. But yeah, yeah and <laughs> I've been to all the breweries in St. Pete and all the ones in Dunedin and North Carolina. And well, sticking to St. Pete and Dunedin, give me some names, some places that Jim's like that place is good. Um, I like Cooney. Okay. Okay. I like okay. Caledonia. I like okay. uh, Seventh Sun. Okay, um, I had a really good beer from Seven Sun this weekend. I like their Tampa place better because they've got more choices 
Sometimes when I would go to their Dunedin place, they were limited. It's very yeah. easy to miss that place, too. It is very easy. Driving, and, and, looking for it. Yeah, and um, I'm more of an IPA kind of guy. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so sometimes what they, they would they have. They Brett. They're, they're big on Brett. Yeah, and they yeah. would have a lot of stuff that I just was afraid to try. Okay. <laughs> you know, and uh, but I like uh, House of Beers. You know, I really think okay. that place is nice. Um, um Soggy Bottom, I went there. I like their IPA. That's the okay. only thing I had there, though, so I really yeah, yeah, can't yeah. compare anything well, you're else. looking for it, obviously, when you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, usually yeah. what I go for. You're a connoisseur of IPAs. Yeah. yeah so know. you're traveling the country, and you're going to have one more IPA before you're in that coffin. What are you drinking? Uh, innovation in uh, Silva, South Carolina. But he didn't even wait. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No he's, thought required. You barely, barely yes, got this. the question out. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I think I like the location. The beer is good. The location's neat. You know, young couple in their 30s, small town, very yeah, yeah. small town. Yeah, And yeah. it's just a, a, a great place to okay. hang out and have a beer. And so there's so much to be said about, I've said this before, location, experience, yeah. and beer is as much as anything else. Not to say the beer still got to be good. You still, it's still got to be solid. But, man, right. if you can combine that with just a good experience, man, dude, it's just it's Another one that's really cool is a place called is Andrews. Andrews Brewery, an even smaller town called Andrews, North Carolina. And it was an old jail way back in the day. Wait, they took a yeah. jail and turned it into a brewery? Uh, it's an old yeah. old building. It started off as a winery, and when you go back to get a beer, you've got to kind of shimmy through all these tanks to get back to the counter, and oh. you have to go sit outside. Oh, shit. Sure. Oh, wow. But you're outside, and there's mountains in the background, and it's just a really nice place. Yeah, see, the mountains, beautiful place. I, I, I'm telling you, that it, it's, it's, all, it's all in what you like. Okay, so, like, so we took a, a, a beer field trip to New Orleans. Um, okay. That sounds ago. like fun. It was. It was fun. It was fun. New, New Orleans, though, is kind of behind the times. Yeah, they're not Tampa in terms of beer, for sure. But but Tampa, are, Tampa's wealthy, and they're very middle class when it comes to beer. Yeah. Mm. But there but there is a hidden gem in New Orleans, and it's called Courtyard Brewing. Yeah. Oh, wow. They make some good stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of towards – it's not quite to the Garden District – Area. It's hard to explain to people unless you've been to New Orleans. It's you, a weird. You, you it's don't, a weird you don't area. really understand. Yeah, people, well, I think like, people know they know bourbon and, and the and the um the, the French Quarter, French Quarter, and, and, that's and, all some, that, and, and some people kind of know the Garden District, but they don't yeah. know anything else around it. And it's actually neither, but it's kind of in between. Yeah, very warehousey area. Really, really freaking good beers, and they had like literally they we do a we have top five uh, beers that we've tried each year because we try they, a uh, lot of beers, and they had a tremendous beer. There. They pray to the dark Sith Lord, and man, <laughs> can they make some good dark beer? Well, I, I might I have mean, to make a New Orleans trip. Yeah, I, 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 well, I would re- I would recommend. Oh, well, you're talking to a guy who is a extra gluten on the side. Uh, love me some Cajun flavor already, and I crawfish like it's going out of business. So uh, I'm all about New Orleans. If I wasn't from Florida as a natural Floridian, I would claim that New Orleans be, may, may be, be like my hometown. Right. Oh, and yeah, that, that's yeah. how much I think I love the, the flavors and style that they have going on. Oh, yeah, but, such good food. But Sorry, in terms of what they had going on beer at this particular place at Courtyard, they – they had the, they had the Russian Imperial going on in spades. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. So we were there for like there, we were there. Well, there for uh, and we were a, we were drinking for a football game. This actually. is important too. We were drinking at eleven in the morning, 
Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a beer fest that day. There was a football game that evening, and so we flew in that morning. Flew wow. in, checked into our Airbnb, and we we're like, well, we're not going to go to sleep. We're going to go out and start hitting the places. So we went out where places were open. We went to a bottle shop, bought some bottles at the, yeah, the deli, yeah. Stein's Deli. Took them back, put them in the fridge and our cooler for the tailgate. We got change ready to go, and we're, we're going to go ahead and hit some spots. And so, uh, so it was like lunchtime. Yeah. And there's a festival going on, home brewers. And the home brewers are bringing out their beers for people to taste. And, of course, we're at Courtyard, who's hosting it. And they had they had a, a whole batch. They had they had a keg of their standard batch that they had aged for called, a yeah. year. Called Truth and Beauty. Truth and Beauty. Wow. And then they had treatment-level versions of Truth and Beauty. And I don't not, – not, like, it's like, it's like not, not one part I would mark. I think the beer was great. I think the way they the way they – position the beer was great yeah. the way they titled the beer was great i mean truth and beauty <laughs> yeah 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 i mean it, it was a it, lot it was name, it was so, your quintessential yeah. cigar beer it was a i'm gonna drink this and i'm not drinking anything else the rest of the night yeah 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 so and so that with treatments on top i mean wow it was it, it was very experience well being done in new orleans so i, I and then, say experiences and then are the so rest important. of the beer experience in new orleans is i would say is beneath the shoulder but I think there's room to grow. I think it's a great it's okay. town. Yeah, it's for beer. okay because I'm just I was just there not long ago. It's and I, I got to a couple of places there and it was it's good. Speaking of places I went to that I know that you would like. Now this is the coconut. Yeah, it's the coconut. Oh, so, so okay, so all right, so fall coconuts. And so I, I do a lot of research going into this, into any show that we do, and so so the thing I was been most excited about is trying the fall the the fallen coconuts. Um, and it doesn't disappoint. Um, coconut beer lover, right? Yeah, here. anything involving coconut beer, coconut, right coconut, chocolate, and coffee. Your, your IPA times three is coconut <laughs> okay. beer lover. Yeah, love, love coconut beers. And so, yeah, so this is this is excellent. <laughs> this is good. good. So, tell us a little yes. bit more about this beer. Um, well, it's a milk stout, um, and one of the things that we tried to do with this beer is is. Obviously, you guys sound like you go around a lot and drink beer. <laughs> We're drunks. So I don't know if you've had yeah, this experience yeah. where you go into a place and they're they're advertising a coconut beer and you get it and you're going, okay, where's the coconut? Yeah, yeah. You don't. See I don't it know if you've had that before. Uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I I know from experience. You probably don't even try as many as I do because you don't gravitate to that style. I, I pretty much try coconut beer every I, place I'm at. I'm a dark so. beer lover, so if I see coconut, I usually want to taste it. But I know there's a difference between roasting coconut yep. and adding coconut and then j- just putting in a splash of, of ex- extract and make it taste like a mounds. Right. Well, I've done the toasted coconut and uh, got absolutely nothing out of it mm-hmm. except a big mess. Uh, a big uh, mess. Coconut's hard to work with. It is. It's yeah, tough. Yeah. And uh, well, I tried coconut oil of it, and of course it floats. It doesn't right. do anything. It's oil. Yeah. yeah. So best thing is like say ld carlson with they have the natural flavorings and it works out pretty good for us and uh, we use uh keiko nibs for the chocolate and of course it's got the lactose in it and and it's a pretty good beer it's easy to drink it's got a lot of flavor oh for sure for sure absolutely absolutely no no it's it's a tasty beer um it's you know like i said you don't see enough you don't see enough dark coconut beers down here because it's you know it's Florida, so right. it's a hard thing. You know, it's like you love the well, you don't love the weather today. You'll love you'll love it in about a month. 
Um, <laughs> or two or three. Or two or three. Right. In November. By Thanksgiving time, you'll have, you'll have the beer. You'll February. Have the yeah, yeah, February. <laughs> or that. Yeah. February will be great. Or, f- you know. or six months. Right. Yeah. Um, so you don't get enough dark beers because of that. You get a lot of light beers. Now you're getting a lot of sours or whatever. And so it's go- It's nice to be able to just I, – I love dark beers. I, I, I too, too actually really like dark beers. I think I'm, I think I'm part of the Sith following. Actually. Yeah, you might be. You might be. And it's cool. Um, and so it's nice to you kind of have this. And it, it's coconut. Like, yeah, you know, it's just good. I don't know. Coconut. It's part tropical, part, part right. dark beer. And so, you know, and so, it's, so it's, I don't know. It's just a good – Good salad flavor. Well, I'm glad so. you like it. So yeah, we have a customer that drives all the way from Dunedin just to have that beer, just for that beer, just for that beer. That's what nice. he comes up for. Nice, nice. Well, yeah. it's well. I mean, it's worth the drive. So. Yeah. So, so. Okay. So now the next one. Um, trying to make sure I have the have the it's, right. It's, it's it's got a lot of porter flavor to it. Uh, the 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 bippa. Yeah, that's a black IPA. Uh-huh. The black IPA, yes. Well, yeah. that, that explains the porter flavor yeah. and yeah. why it's got some hop note to it. Right, and that was um, what we were shooting for there is is um, I've had a lot of black IPAs that just happen to be black, taste like an IPA, but they didn't really have much more going for it than that. Yeah. So for my taste, I like the roastiness with the extra hops. Okay. That's I think good. it makes it more complex, I gives agree. it more flavor. Yeah, yeah. Black IPAs, I think, are a, uh, a style that's underappreciated. And I think if you can get them right into a wheelhouse, they're very good. Right. It, it's yeah. Whether you want to call it a hopped-out porter or just a black IPA. Or a, black or a multi-IPA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or it's, it's either way, I mean, it's. I agree. I, I think if you do it right, it's good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's it, got some girth to it. That's nice. And you might yeah. as well take advantage of the grain you're using, too. I mean, why not highlight some of that, you know? I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, I, I I like the maltiness of it. It's, it's, a good, it's a good combination of malt and hops. If you if you, if you like malty beer, dark beers, you have this sort of almost chocolatey flavor, you, you, like, you have it. If you like hops, you have it. It's like dark chocolate. Right. Like dark chocolate's bitter. And, and and so and it's give it's a good dark chocolate feel to it. So if you like dark chocolate, you'll definitely like that. Uh, talk about a little bit about the that's the ginger snap. Oh, I, I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to have the ginger snap, but I wanted to let it come up to room temperature and see if the flavor profile changed any. Yeah, yeah, it's still good. Still, yeah, it's absolutely. still it's still good. Uh, I'm sure the temperature is probably up in the 50s at this point, but yeah, it's it, definitely it's, warmed it's up. Nice. You definitely okay. So so. The O snap ginger snap brown ale. First of all, you don't, you don't see a lot of beers with ginger in it because ginger is a super especially polarizing. Especially in August. Especially in August, ginger is a super polarizing flavor. You love it or hate it. You don't you know you don't see a lot of it. Uh, you also don't see a lot of it in a brown ale. True. You know because because it, it tends to, you know it, the, the brown to I, would, I get like a sour aftertaste on brown ales. I, I don't know. That maybe that's my profile yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't grab towards brown ales a ton. American or English? Uh, well, probably most of the browns I've had are probably made by Americans trying yeah. to simulate American English. brown ales tend to be style. a little bit. Um, they're not very malty. They're bitter. They're because that's what I started off with, and it just wasn't very good. So mm. I I switched to an American style brown ale, and they they're a little. They're a little easier to drink. 
I think. What's the primary difference between American and English style? Um, first off, the hop profile. You know, they're, we tend to like to hop up our beers a lot. We do. We like to make them higher in alcohol. Yeah, yeah Bigger, yeah. stronger. Macho country. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. And God bless you us. know, a brown ale, <laughs> English brown ales are a little mellower, maltier, easier to drink. Um, so that's the difference. And, and I enjoy that flavor more than if I'm going to have a brown ale, I want something that's easy to drink. Okay. You yeah, know, I don't want an IPA brown yeah. ale. I want an IPA or a brown ale. Okay. Yeah. I, I get you on that. Yeah, I think I, I'm a dark beer lover, but I also love hops. Right. So, like, for me, it's hard to over hop a beer for me. Like, you have to, like, almost be obnoxious to make it more <laughs> hoppy than I want it to be. Because I think when I decide I want hops, I've already decided I'm going to have this. I'm going to make myself a steak, and I'm going to do this and this and that, and I want that. And I want the beer to stand up to it. Right. Or I said, well, I want high gravity. I'm going to drink this quad. I'm going to have that cigar. And nobody talk to me unless you want to hear cuss words. Right. <laughs> and I, and, and that's, that's, that's just, I think that's, I know that about me. Yeah. So I think there's plenty of people out there who I think there are probably appreciate either high gravity beer or hoppy beer and probably feel the same way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. So, a couple more things we need to try. We, we need do. to try the um, Burton Free Porter. I just want to know about the name. Burton Free. Go to a hotel, and who carries your bags for you? My wife. The Porter. Mm-hmm. Burton Free. Burton Free ah. Porter. Oh, right, wow. Talk about away. double entendre. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. I, I feel dumb now <laughs> and young, apparently. Uh, well, that's all right. My buddy Eric over there had to explain the name to me, so he's with the jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, so, so, so he, he yeah, understood the burden free. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> very roasted. Hey. hey, everybody. Hey. Very you know robust. Yeah. And that's uh, another thing. I, <laughs> I, I enjoy roasted barley. I know. I'm going to try not to be so loud. I'm Sorry. make something <laughs> like a porter, I want yeah. that roastiness to come out. Yeah. It, well, you're not missing on this one, that's for sure. I like the sweetness. I like the roastiness of it. This is the oatmeal, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, the good thing about a straight-up porter is that it's just like, – okay, so I like I like fruit pros. I like chocolate, co- chocolate, coconut, and coffee, right? But the thing about roasted porter, it's like – like you know how some people kind of joke around like, oh, like, it, it, like I just want beer-flavored beer. <laughs> you know, like, you right. know, these are all beer it's, flavor beers. It's just very like you pour it. If you want something just like it's like earthy. It's like it's you, robust. Yeah, yeah. That's I, the word I think of. When I think of when I think of what do I want in I in a porter, robust. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, now, granted, if I can have an imperial porter, I'm always intrigued. Robust and boozy. Boozy. Well, yeah. that that'd be boozy and robust. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Boozy. I, right. I agree. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's so. just that's what I like in a porter. Um, when I do my own porters, I like. I like to do treatments, but if I'm going to do treatments, they're either going to be going on the vanilla side, right? Or they're going to be on yeah. the coffee side, or they might be on the coffee and boozy side. But that's that's, that's just what I want out of my end flavor to be the base porter I want to use. That I'm even doing treatments on. I want to be robust. If it's not if it's not that, then it's like it's it's like faking the funk. It's, well, it's like we, you can have an IPA or you can have an IPA. Right. There's a difference. I think porters are the same way. Well, we treated a keg of that with uh, vanilla two weeks ago. 
We did it Wednesday night, and it was gone on Friday. Vanilla bean? Wow. Uh, actually, extract. Extract, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was already brewed, and we just treated a keg. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And how fast did the keg go? go? Uh, 24 hours? almost. 24 yeah. hours, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 and, and so we had to flavors. do another keg. <laughs> and it's all sixtals, right? Yeah, we just do the six. Uh, so, yeah. Our wives work here a lot, so we use the smaller kegs because they're easier to move around. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to tell my wife, hey, honey, uh, I need that corny uh, <laughs> I need that corny replaced <laughs> in my kegerator. Right. Yeah, but, honey, yeah. it's a corny. What's the big deal? <laughs> Look, but, I don't yeah. care if it's French doors and you got to lift it up that high. If I could actually but. get my wife to move a keg, that would be amazing. <laughs> amazing. I, I love her like I do, but, you know. I, yeah, I think so, like, yeah. if I can make my wife move one of my kegs in my, in my kegerator, I, I might have to put that on my gravestone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was a decent guy, loved beer, and his wife moved a keg one day. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, man, yeah, maybe you'll be ready for a second kid. <laughs> I, it might re- you know what, honey? It might require requirement. <laughs> might, might be that you that need might to be, be able hey, to move, hey, move that, that keg. That might, give you, that might give you some leverage there. So, Talk about <laughs> talk about dreaming. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Um, no, no. So oatmeal, little, little sweeter. Obviously, get that kind of like that. bolder. Yeah, nope. you know, like the oat back flavor to it. Um, Is there a uh, imperial version of this? I don't have one yet. Um, I've actually never built uh, brewed an imperial beer yet. Really? Yeah. Got to remedy that. I know. I'm working on it. Um, I mean, I'm all for selling beer to the masses. It, it's funny. When we opened, we were going to have eight core beers. Just eight. Yeah, and yeah. now we're up to 16. So. Wow. Wow. Jeez, man. <laughs> we yeah. keep making stuff. People love it. So we're thinking, gee, we ought to keep it on the menu. And, and they keep showing up wanting more. And then every now and then we throw some stuff in, like a peanut butter. We're doing a peanut butter porter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I saw, saw that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We've done that a couple once twice we've got that coming out for the third time um that usually doesn't last very long that's a good one and we're going to treat some of that with some raspberry too oh okay yeah so So. well that's a testament to how people how people feel about your beer most importantly and then like creativity yeah, like, like that's that's a very creative. You know, Speaking like, of creativity, I think the beer that we've left last. Yeah, last list. Yes, we 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 touched on briefly in the previous segment. Yeah, last but not least, obviously, there's never been a double IPA that they actually added jalapeno flavor to. That yeah. I'm oh, it's actually that's got jalapenos in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. literally jalapenos. Like, literally, jalapenos. Yeah. you're talking to a guy that's made jalapeno beers before. But but I've never had it, and I love double IPAs. I would have never, ever thought to put a double IPA with jalapeno and actually get the jalapeno to come through. So how did this beautiful monstrosity come to exist? Well, it was actually Andy's idea. Um, and also we had some customers that were telling us that we should make a pepper beer because nobody around here was making pepper beers. But. How did you come to decide a double IPA as the base? Yeah, rather, rather than, yeah, how does that not get combined with, like, the wheat <laughs> or the um, pale ale? You know, I don't know why we decided to do the the double IPA, to tell you the truth, but it just we decided to take take that beer and let's throw some jalapenos in it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, that's, 
<laughs> I love that. And it's it's that. become yeah. one of our, yeah. our signature beers. We have a, an extremely hard time keeping that one on tap. Uh, matter of fact, the one you're drinking right now, I lost it. It's all good. Um, the one that you're drinking right now, we actually brewed on June the 2nd. So now you take the fermentation time and the cold mm-hmm. crashing, and we're almost out of it again. Oh, wow. So and are you working on a new batch already? Uh, it's already got it brewed, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> How long ago did you brew it? Uh, a couple weeks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, so, so a couple weeks ago it was brewed. The replacement batch will be on tap. How when? Probably another two weeks. No two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we've got a few more in front of it that we have to get in kegs first. Yeah. Well, th- that's how it is. You know, yeah. you're brewing because honestly, at the end of the day, it's a business. They're taking water. They're treating water. They're adding malt and hops and ingredients, and they're hopping it out, fermenting it, and selling it. Right. Yeah. And until they move the beer they've already produced, they can't sell the beer that's behind it. Right. Yeah. And that's that's what it takes because that's that's what it takes to be a business. And we're we're just done. in time with kegs too. You know, we get enough kegs and then we can we can keg another beer. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Jim, we've drank all the beers you brought here. They're they've yeah. all been pretty wonderful for the most part. Yeah. Anything coming up that we need to be super excited about? Like you got to be here at Infusion because I got this going on. Yeah, exactly. Well, the the peanut butter one's actually pretty exciting. People, the peanut butter porter. Yeah, peanut butter porter. Okay. All um, right. All right. I'm not really sure what we're going to do for our anniversary beer yet. And anniversary is when? Yeah. Uh, January 28th. Oh, so next year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got, you got some time. But yeah, we yeah. still have to be ready for it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah we might be there. We're the Session be. IPA <laughs> no, no. is actually yeah, awesome. that's pretty yeah. interesting. Um, to me, I've never made one before, so it seems like it's coming out okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Cool. And I'm going to hopefully do some rye beers in the near future. Rye IPA? Rye IPA or maybe a 50-50 rye just, just okay. because I want to see how spicy it comes out. All right. All right. You know. Cool. Cool. Yeah, because right. most people do a rye P- IPA, but in the wheat category, you can do half wheat, half barley. Well, you can also do half wheat, I'm sorry, half barley and half rye. So I'm kind of interested to see what that what that would taste like is that like the yeah. half and half for yeah. the beer world it is uh, yeah 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 like a, like a is that like an arnold palmer for the beer yeah. world? <laughs> I, I, i've had some rye ipas that were very good right yeah some yeah. rye ipas i'd like to forget about uh yeah i, I think it's six a hard ten. chris johnson six ten makes a good rye, pie, rye well, chris IPA. johnson makes good beer period. makes good beer period yeah, uh yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a it's a if you're gonna go rye i think you can you can do it wrong right very fast so it's always done i think with a delicate hand Rye is also a, a polarizing flavor. Correct. You either, you either like rye or you don't like rye. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an unforgiving. Yeah, yeah. Right, and a lot of times it, when you have those, the rye, the rye profile doesn't even come out in it. Right. To me, a lot of them I've had. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was thinking about maybe going a little bit heavy on it to see what happens. Just an experiment, and it may end up being really great beer. We'll have to have to wait and see. Look at the double IPA with jalapeno. <laughs> something yeah, yeah, something yeah. I would never even think to put together. Right. And that's, I, I call it a, awesome, uh, a beautiful fire. monstrosity. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we also put peach in that once. Ooh. And that was another one that I don't even think it lasted the night. <laughs> so peach... Jalapeno double IPA. Yeah, you must have had some drunk customers. Yeah, I don't uh, know. 
Yeah, some drunk people, customers now. People like so, this. Like, they love the flavored beers. That's a test, true testament that yeah. like, people are filling the beer. Yeah. Like that's you know, and that's a lot. That's a high level of creativity too. Because a lot of times with with uh, with smaller breweries, people are tend to be like, well, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta do X, we gotta do Y, we gotta do A. You know, we gotta do it in this order. Skip Z. Um, and we gotta do it this <laughs> this way. But you, like, I, I think the level of creativity, man, that's. That's cool, dude. Right. Like, I, I mean, I, I, a freaking a double a jalapeno double IPA. Like, there's literally like, like, like we 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 drink an embarrassing amount of beer. So. We do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm embarrassed about it. I'm embarrassed about how much beer. Uh, yeah, not really. I, I, not really. But um, you know, living the dream. Um, but it's it's, it's a different thing. So like, man, I love I love the creativity. I love that. Sh- I, I love it. It's great. <laughs> so, right. Well, yeah, thank so, you. Absolutely. absolutely. When absolutely. I see something on. When I look at the board and I get excited about seeing something, I go, wait, wait, you got what? <laughs> like, what? That's a thumbs up every time. Yeah, but absolutely, absolutely. When and I see double, I see, I see Dippa and Jalapeno, and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 you guys made I've that? I've seen those two things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're selling it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sell a heck out of it. Hell yeah. yeah Sounds yeah. like so, it. So... Uh, so as I as we've said in previous segments, if you if and you're in Newport Richie, you should definitely get to Infusion. It's easy. You're there. You're part of the community. Uh, if you don't live in Newport Richie, you should still get to Infusion because you know it's a beer destination. They have a freaking like jalapeno double IPA. Exactly. Where Man, else are you going to get yeah, that? Yeah. Where where else? You know what? Within within well, five hundred miles. Of where we are right now, does anyone else have a double IPA with jalapeno? I'm pretty certain no. <laughs> I don't think there's another jalapeno treated double IPA. No, 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 no. I don't think there is a, at all. You I don't know? Think so, either. so level of creativity. You, you should come for that and taste everything else while you're here, and then become good friends while drinking good beer. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Good people, just great atmosphere. Absolutely, yeah, you gotta do it. So, so with that said. Well, okay, first of all, thank you very much, Joe. Oh, yes. no, thank Thanks you, guys. Thank, nice. for, thank you for this experience. This is this has been amazing. So that said, the glasses are empty. Not really. I'm gonna, they'll be empty before we leave. Um, mics are off. This is Balls and Brew. <laughs> <laughs>